welcome once more to another episode of The Partial Historians. I am a brand spanking new Dr. Rat, and to my left is... Dr. Greenfield, here as usual. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> well, Dr. G, I'm so glad that you could join me as usual to trace the history of Rome from the founding of the city. Oh, look, it's pretty exciting times. And we're getting into some really juicy stuff in this episode. I so know. when we last left you, it was like all like tender hooks and everybody dying. Yeah, a lot of uh, elite funerals happening. You know <laughs> what they say. <laughs> There's only two things that are certain in life. <laughs> only the good die young and a battle is sure to be expedient. Yeah. And we also had, you know, the Fabian family also coming to the fore once again. They seem to be dominating politics at this point in time. They do. Even when they die, they're important. Yeah. They are just too fabulous for words. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, I you. like it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Please. Continue. <laughs> well, I feel like once more, we're in for one of those episodes where you have an awful lot to say, thanks to Dionysius, whereas I, on the other hand, have very little. Livy really did master the art of being concise. <laughs> I really wish you guys could see my face right now. It's kind of like the shocked face emoji. Oh, God. <laughs> the scream. The scream. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, it is 479-ish. <laughs> And yep. we've just had some untimely Fabian death. Yep. We've also had some untimely Fabian resignation uh, from the consulship mm. in order to grieve. Yes, 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 yes. And the Senate now goes through this process, which seems to be almost standard yep. for this like short period of time, getting some interreges involved. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah carry yeah. over the, the power. And so Such a weird blend, like to have... Inter- I mean... Obviously, interreges refers to like being between kings, so it's just so weird. It's very weird. It is weird. <laughs> I think that's why Livy just decided, you know what, I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Thank you very much. Yes. What does this tell us about Dionysius of Halicarnassus, that he always wants the Romans to have them? Maybe <laughs> yeah. neither of them know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's very possible. <laughs> it's quite possible. We're in a dark time for Roman history. Yeah. In any case, they have a sen- second interax, mm-hmm. um, and they all gather together, and yeah. then eventually, uh, Kaiser Fabius, perhaps mm. no surprise, yeah. um, is chosen to hold his third consulship. It's quite a record, actually, at this point in time. Very fancy. Yeah, and I also have uh, Titus Virginius, or Virginius, to say his name properly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Titus Virginius uh, Tricostus Rutilus. Bloody hell, that's All a complicated right. name. <laughs> yeah. Look, we have little bits and pieces start to drop in from the Fasti Capitolani. Mm. Capitolini. And this would be a list of all the magistrates, this, would it not? Yes, this would be a list of all the consuls. Yes. Specifically. Yes. Um, so we start to get different names start to creep in. Mm. And this, um, is, this is why, uh, dear listeners, we have this narrative sorry not narrative these this debate happening between historians where they look at what the historians say so like Dionysius and Livy and then they're able to look at the lists of names and go well hang on a second that looks like a plebeian name what the hell Livy led me to believe that it was very much all patricians at this point in time <laughs> you say what now exactly yeah, but this- I've got this list and it's written in stone yeah <laughs> 
again, you know what they say about things. <laughs> and the trouble is that we don't know when the list was made. Sad face. Mm. Um, so we've got Which these... came first, the list or the history? <laughs> yeah, the names, the list. Yeah. Um, and there are moments where we know that our written historians are consulting things like these lists. Yes. Increasingly it's so. True. Yeah. Um, In fact, I think Livy's actually already mentioned consulting the lists, I think. Well, you're reading Livy. I'm going to say you on that. I'll, I, I assume yes. Yes, yes. Mm. I believe you. Mm, mm, mm. Good. Uh, and so we have two consuls, Chryso yes. Fabius, yep. Titus Virginius. Yes. And surprise, surprise, everybody's going to war. Really? See, I actually have a little bit of an interesting detail here about oh. these two consuls, which I feel like I should throw in before we get to the war. Do it. That they were made consuls because... They were liked as much by the plebeians as by the patricians. Oh, that's really interesting. Isn't it just? Because, listeners, you might recall, Livy also included this fascinating detail that we talked about last time, where, you know, all the elite funerals were happening, Fabians are mourning, etc., etc. But Livy included this really interesting detail where the Fabian clan sort of earned the respect of the plebeians by looking after them, like looking after the wounded ones after that massive battle. Um, and so there seems like there's a bit of a, a rapprochement. <laughs> <laughs> it see, yeah, it does seem a bit of a turnaround because the Fabii mm. do have a reputation for being pro-patrician. Totally, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I don't think they're t- changing their their politics. It's just that I feel like they're they're becoming more popular. That's very interesting, isn't it? Just I just thought I'd throw that in there. Oh, I think that's yeah. going to become useful. Bit later of a, a well. Livy bomb. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Livy Salt Bay there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, I just had to throw that in there because that's like the first thing he says about them. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that's good yeah. because we do start to see it becomes uh, a moment. We get a few years now in our narrative where the land distribution issue seems to slip out of the narrative a little bit, huh. and I wonder if maybe Whereas it's very much. My narrative. <laughs> this is weird. Because <laughs> my speculation was going to be, well, yeah. perhaps the Fabii are yeah. carrying a little bit of more plebeian favor, yes. just enough so that this issue sort of slides a little bit down the radar because the plebeians feel like the Fabians have their back on this now, whereas a few years ago they really didn't. And okay. It's obvious. I, okay. If, if that's what you're saying, I can see how my my version of things could fit into this, but I feel like I need to explain how. Okay. So please allow me to do so. <laughs> Because you so interrupt me all the time, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so maintain your dignified silence. Oh, yes. the interruptions! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so consuls. We know that they're liked by both patricians and plebeians. Okay, now apparently both of these consuls say that they're not going to start a war or even levy troops until there is more unity within the Roman state. As in between the plebeians and the patricians, obviously. Unusual move. Usually the patricians are holding a loaded gun to the heads of the plebeians and saying, when I say jump, you say how high. <laughs> so that's not happening. Um, and so he, he actually goes to the Senate and says, look, before the tribunes can get out of hand again and start pushing for the agrarian law again, why don't, why doesn't the Senate make the first move and beat them to it? Why don't we go for the agrarian law? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then he says, we've got this captured land. Why don't we give it to the plebeians? They deserve it. They fought for it. Now, ooh, smooth move. I feel like I should pause for a moment because our listeners have probably just fallen off their chairs or fainted. (laughs) 
So collect yourselves. <laughs> Pick yourselves up. Yep. Dust yourselves off. Are you ready? Now, for just before things get too crazy, because this is all sounding like, what? <laughs> Let me reassure you that the Senate say, um, no. <laughs> we have a proposal. Mm, no. no, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, and as, and you know, as you might expect, within the Senate, there's backlash against Kaiser Fabius for even suggesting such a crazy, ludicrous notion as being progressive. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, it doesn't really descend into massive like factional fighting or anything. But it's an interesting lead up to the warfare that comes. Inevitably, as as his Rome's want. <laughs> yeah, this is really interesting. Like, this I is know. just not even a part of Dionysus' narrative. Livy could just kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit of sweet, sweet detail. That's right. In there. That's right. Yeah. Mm. So, I think the reason why that could still fit into your narrative is that I feel like it's after this that the agrarian law again sort of slips out of you know slips down the list of priorities. Yeah, I will. mean, I, I just was reading Dionysius yeah. and was sort of at some point over yes. the next few pages that I have, was yeah. like, oh, that's really slipped off the radar. Totally, like it's yeah. not even being mentioned. No, I This can, is a I really nice that. way to tie everything Yeah, I think that feels, sort of feels how, how it happened, where he's like, look, why don't we just be the good guys? Like, the Fabians tried it and it really worked for us. We looked after the wounded and surprise, surprise, they were grateful. They were happy. We were getting along. It was nice. <laughs> and the Senate's like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> we're not about nice around here. No. We got war fight. Giving land away. That's just so not us. <laughs> Have you met us? <laughs> Dude, yeah. this is not the right forum. Get with the program <laughs> and get conservative. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anywho, so yeah, I think that's why, I think that nicely explains actually kind of how it slips off the radar. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. Anywho, so that's me for the day. (laughs) Proceed. (laughs) Entertain me, Dr. G. Oh, no, the pressure. Um, Well, I've got got a war coming up with the AQI. Is that who you've got war Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So uh, Fabius, Kaiser Fabius, is placed in charge of the war against the AQI. Yep, yep, yep. Um, That's what I've got too, yep. And this seems to go quite well because mm, he agree. gets to Aquian territory and the Aquians are just like, whoa, retreat. Uh, <laughs> um, the Romans, what? <laughs> uh, admittedly, the Aquians were in Latin territory plundering. Yes, so that is what I've got too. Yeah, yeah, so they were in um, the realm of one of the allies. Yeah, so yeah. they've gone out of their own territory and they're like, we're just doing this over here. Yeah. Um, so Kaiser Fabius turns up. Just a nice little stroll, <laughs> getting some booty. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No. <laughs> and they're like, oh, whoops, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to go back behind our walls now. Yeah. So yeah. they go home. Yeah. Um, and Fabius has what is called an easy victory because he doesn't really need to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the he ravages on a real role right now. Yeah. yeah. Ravages some territory. Yeah. And, does some stuff, captures some slave and booty, and nice. he's done with it. Yeah, yep. Easy time. All in a day's work, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> I would expect nothing less from a Fabian consul. <laughs> now, so, Virginia's on the other hand. Yeah, a, a tougher yeah, uh, proposition. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Um, he's given uh, the case against Vey. Ah, oh, Vey. <laughs> I know that we spent a long time talking about Vey, but they've never really dropped out of it, have they? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and the thing with Vey that becomes increasingly important is that all of the territory north of Vey, which is considered to be Etruscan, 
um, or yeah. Tyrrhenian, as Dionysius describes it, as yes. in like not Greek, whatever yeah, yeah, that's yeah. supposed to mean. Yeah, um, there, <laughs> not there Roman. Seem, yeah, there is a, like this sort of like vast expanse, like beyond the frontier, yeah. where nobody nobody from Rome really knows how much is going on up there. Ah. And Bay's just like their first contact point of yeah, these people. Yeah. And Bay's like, we hate you. And then they're like, what about all of our buddies behind us? And Rome's like, oh, I didn't realize you had so many friends. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Wait, what? <laughs> there's, there's stuff beyond Bay? Yeah, like, they're what? How, how far north do you guys go? It always trips me out when we do speak about this kind of stuff, even though I know we mention it every episode. It just bears mentioning that Bay is just not that far from Rome. No, it's <laughs> super close. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So the fact that the Romans are having all these, like, elaborate funerals where these heroes are dying and stuff, and then you look at where Bay is, and you're like, Huh. That's okay. <laughs> like, guys. Grand narrative much? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Um, and so it's a bit of an issue. Yes. Um, so Virginius is given Vey. Yeah. Um, heads up there. Um, Vey, the people of Vey are sort of like, do some successful foraying. Ooh. Um, <laughs> successful foraying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that term. The, the Romans turn up and, and the uh, troops of Vey are like, yeah, we're up for it. And they go out and they do some slaughtering. The Romans are like, ooh. Do you foray on the weekend? <laughs> I have foraying every Wednesday and Thursday night. Yeah, look. And so they take a lot of Roman booty. Uh-huh. Um, take away, kill a lot of people. Um, the Romans mm. do a bit of a retreat. Yeah, I get the feeling that Virginius is not uh, anywhere near as capable. Maybe according not. According to this. According to, well, I mean, Livy basically comes flat out and says he's not, in that he doesn't make the best decisions. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, he's only just been placed in charge of an army. True. I mean, look, one can always be on block. point. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. An inexperienced general, perchance. Yeah, I mean, um, let's, let's face it. Livy is very brief in that he basically tells me that he gets assigned a he doesn't make good decisions, and that the Roman army would have been completely destroyed if not for the fact that Kaiser Fabius has wrapped things up with the Aquii really quickly and manages to come to his rescue. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Consul looking out for Consul. Can't see right now, listeners, but Dr. D and I just totally did like a fist bump explosion. (laughs) Consular support. That's right. Boom. (laughs) Okay, so this is where we get a distinct difference in the narrative. I was thinking you were going to say that. Let me guess. You have a speech. (laughs) No, thank goodness. I don't have any speeches for the rest of this book. It's amazing. Um, but mm. Dionysius does bring in one of our smaller players back mm. into the narrative. Okay. Titus Siculus. Or ah, Siculus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the centurion who done a good job. I remember him. Fine yeah, form, yeah. good looking man. I was going to say he's the hot one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hot guy. Funny how I remember his name. <laughs> he's now a legate. Titus Siculus, can we get liquor? <laughs> <laughs> that man has been upgraded Ooh. yeah well he deserves it quite frankly yeah well you know i'd follow him anywhere at yeah. this point um he comes along with a relief of troop infantry troop okay and some cavalry right um uh, and the test of the other console or just on his own look you know it as far as the narrative is concerned it's just positioned like he was around at the time and he turned up huh. as the occasion befit well well he's like <laughs> saw an opportunity decided right to take time yeah. yeah okay took the initiative I like it. Um, save Virginius's ass, essentially. Oh, so it's not Kaiser. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why that would be? Look, let's see. I mean, if you had to choose 
between the good-looking guy turning up or the console turning up. I mean, it's a tough narrative choice. This is true. I mean, both are good. So what you're saying to me is Dionysius is casting Brad Pitt (laughs) (laughs) because he knows it'll get asses on seat. Yeah, look, no question. Okay, I can get on board with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say it's far more likely that the console turned up. Me too. I yeah, feel yeah. like that makes sense too. Especially, I'm, I'm on Libby's side here. Especially if he's already been, you know, having a bit of a skirmish with the Aquarii. I feel like that's what he would do. Yeah. You know, wrap and, things yeah. up, come to the rescue of... Yeah, yeah. and Aquarian yeah. territory is relatively close. True. So, that is very like, true. Like, they've yeah. gone into the Latin territory, which is slightly north and to the east. Yeah. And the Aquarii are northeast again. Yeah. And Vey's just directly north. So, really, they're not that far away from each other. Yeah. And if... Titus Siccius is a legate. Yeah. Who's he a legate for? True. Yeah. He's not just... He's not just out and about on his own. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here he comes to save the day. <laughs> Where's your superior commanding officer? Eh, don't know. <laughs> superior. Who's superior to me? Booyah. Have you seen this? <laughs> yes. I'm hot and talented. Oh. Yeah. I've decided I'm good looking enough to do this on my own. Yeah. Okay. Well, the interesting thing is, I suppose, that regardless of who saves uh, Virginius's ass... Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that they're at peace with they. No, not at all. This. Yeah, no. it just, just means that the Roman army is not wiped out. <laughs> they're not just destroyed. No, and so Livy tells me that there's no peace. It's just kind of détente, and they kind of continue to have this like guerrillary, skirmishy type, you know, warfare. After that, it doesn't really settle down. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this goes back and forth for a while. And actually, yeah. it goes pretty badly for Rome yeah. as far as Dionysius is I feel like concerned. this is their way of saying we didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> we really didn't win, guys. No. <laughs> um, as far as Dionysius is concerned, um, the Roman troops that survive uh, settle on a hill right. nearby they. Okay. And then they's troops emerge and surround the Roman forces, as Ooh, you do. Okay, um, yeah. Because the hill is a defensive position, but it's also difficult to get supplies in. Yeah, Spartacus could tell you that. Not <laughs> <laughs> Vesuvius. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it happens a lot. Everyone's like, oh, it's a great defensive High position. Ground, but... As long as you all brought your food with you. Exactly, yeah. It's like, and did you water. pack your bars of chocolate? Totally. Like, I did not. You've got a water source... And food, then you're sweet. If yeah. not, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so this is bad. Yeah. Um, so Fabius rocks up at this stage uh-huh. yeah. in Dionysius' narrative. He gets a letter. Somehow a letter gets through. <laughs> I was going to say, what? <laughs> yeah. Virginius <laughs> is like, uh, dear Kaiso Fabius, my co-consul. <laughs> dear Fabius, as I sit here wondering if I ever will see your sweet consular face again, and also, the ass of that hot, hot like it. Mmm, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm mean right now? Good-looking commanding officers. Yeah. <laughs> we just can't get enough hot like it's. Note to self. If I ever live, I will hire more hot like it's. <laughs> <laughs> Please save me. Yes, surrounded by the enemy. <laughs> yeah. I also could use some water and food. <laughs> Yours sincerely. Fabius <laughs> receives this letter. Yeah. Um, his heart is struck by the plea. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> Breaks his camp, marches straight for Bay. Okay, yeah. Um, there's a lot of bit of toing and froing, mm-hmm. um, drawing up of forces, yeah. people seeing each other, um, people not being sure that they want to fight. Okay, yeah. Um, the people, uh, the Vayans. 
Vaishans. Um And their Tyrrhenian allies decide yes. to retreat mm-hmm. um, and just head back a little bit, doing yeah. some plundering on their way home. Of course, of course. Um, which I don't see how that matters because they're in their own territory. <laughs> um, At a certain point, though, as well, I kind of do wonder to myself, what is left to plunder? There seems to be so much constant skirmishing. What are they taking? Surely all the good stuff is gone. Yeah, Sorry, that's I don't know. Note, I yeah. feel like they're just like you know switching back and be like, "That's the vase I got last time, and I don't want it again." <laughs> so basically, they're just doing swapsies. <laughs> I think it might be a bit of a swapsie situation at this point. <laughs> that that has been in our family for generations of swapping back and forth between our family and your family, and then <laughs> I'm sick of this swapsies. Yeah. <laughs> Whose is it? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's just got labels all over it. It's not even clothing anymore. It's just labels as we keep relabeling it. <laughs> yeah, so the Romans do a bit of plundering themselves. Um, that seems to go quite well for them. Mm. And then Dionysius sort of weirdly describes the Romans being set free from the standards. So like just what? free to want. Yeah, weird. And I'm not sure what to make of this at all. Um, like a day at the beach? <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, mufti day. Um, that is you weird. can go wherever you like today as long as you come back to the standard at the end of the day. That is really Yeah, weird. it's not at all yeah. clear what's happening there. Um, but it seems to be what I'm taking it as, and mm. this is highly speculative because yeah. I don't have much to go on and it frankly just sounds bizarre, is that at some point... Um, what consuls can do is release the troops from the standard okay. um, and just tell them that they can make their own way home if they think it's safe to do so rather than taking them in formation back to the city. Is that because formation invites attack or is it because... It might be because... They can't it, be bothered to get food for them anymore. <laughs> yeah, it depends on where their people are coming from, where they've oh, levied true. the troops and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so if they yeah. live actually in nearby territory, why... Fair march cool. them back to the city if they're just going to have to go back slightly north again anyway and be like look you know make your own way home you okay. all know where you belong and everyone's like yep my duty is done as a levied soldier not a professional army i'm free to go home okay and yeah, i shall okay i get you i get you yep um so at that point the venetians start then going out to like um, look after their own fields under armed protection. <laughs> <laughs> I love that vision <laughs> of people farming with guards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the guards Even are. Even farming could be so dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but this is a bit of a cover, um, and uh. they just move further and further south. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> So they're like, oh, well, the Roman troops have dispersed. So we're just going to go out and uh, with some protected farming. And they use this as a cover to move further and further south. We're literally sowing the seeds of discontent. (laughs) (laughs) And they get so far into Roman territory that they make it to Mount Geniculum. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, which is amazing. Um, Listeners, we've spoken about Mount Janiculum before when talking about the Romans doing stuff in their town. Yeah, Yeah. but it's not really part of the Roman city. No, no, but Um, like 
it's, it's close enough that they would kind of consider it, you know, yeah, like a suburb, I suppose. It's Roman territory. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not part of, Mount Janiculum's not part of the ancient seven hills. No, no, no. Um, so it's just, it's outside of that range. Yeah. Um, but you, if you go to Mount Janiculum today, which you can, it yeah. is in the center of town in many respects. Like it's oh, a hill right now. <laughs> yeah, that you can, and you've got this great view of the city. So you have to imagine Rome being much smaller and away in the distance at some point from this mountain geniculum being a little sort of hastily erected type of village town thing and we're not yeah. sure what the buildings even look like at this point yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. mountain geniculum is considered to be within like reasonable viewing and marching distance yeah from that the romans Rome, would the city yeah exactly yeah the romans would definitely be like that is ours <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so the romans freak out uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah. yeah, they go a little bit crazy. Wait, are they still farming at this point, or are they suddenly gone? Ha ha! We went farming at all. Yeah, I, think, I think they've set the farmers back now. Right, like, yeah. the ruse is over, guys. Okay, um, we're now here. We're, we'll do something from here. Can't believe you thought we were farming. <laughs> Losers. No, not farming. <laughs> Moving the troops up. Um, so the Senate calls together everybody, mm-hmm. and they they're like, we have to come up with a new policy. This is not good um a new policy is yeah in terms of like how we deal with Vey. oh okay right yeah gotcha. like yeah, yeah, yeah. our standard procedure but of you the... like how we do with warfare i'm like surely yeah. this is calls for soldiers <laughs> <laughs> i've got a guys we're going to have jazz hands <laughs> <laughs> i want you to try spirit fingers on these guys <laughs> i don't know if they're ready for that cutwheel 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 <laughs> turn push <laughs> if we dance in formation it'll be like west side story um, <laughs> No, it's not going to be a dance battle, sadly. Um, when you're from Bay, you're from Bay, all the way from <laughs> If only. Yeah. Um, they're actually pretty scared. Um, yeah. Bay <laughs> uh, has come south, they yeah. can see the city, and they're yeah. like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. And they're like, we need to have a standing army on the frontier. Mm-hmm. This levying army. Yeah, levering yeah. troops every year from Rome it has been notoriously problematic (laughs) been a real problem let's face it difficult to do and people don't want to do it yeah yeah but what we need and what would be good is if we could maintain an active force in a fort on the edge of the territory with Vey now I could be swinging wildly here but I feel feel like my narrative and yours is going to collide now Ooh. Is this where the Fabian clan puts their hand up and says, you know what, don't worry about it, we'll do it? Yes. Ah, love it. Okay, cool. All right, I'm back in the game. <laughs> and you're okay. in. Libby is I'm back. In. Turn me in. Okay, no, you know, you continue with where you go. Your, oh, version, no. of the, your version of the Fabian Okay, okay. And then, and then you can tell me how wrong yeah, yeah. it is according to Libby. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Okay. Um, so there's, it's positioned by Dionysius of Halicarnassus that the Senate is well aware that there are two problems, two key problems with this new policy. Right. One, they're very low on funds. So how are they going to make it work? I'm not at all shocked. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's very unhappy by the burden of war taxes, which has been happening every year since the Republic began. Yeah. <laughs> and before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And who would even be willing to serve? Yeah. Because this is something where you would have to leave Rome yeah. and actively just live all of your life on with the, the frontier. Army. Yeah, exactly. With yeah. the army. Yeah, yeah. And that this is 
upping the ante in terms of like Roman army professionalism. Yes. Being like and commitment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's not just you might be called up once a year every five years or something to serve. It's like you will be a soldier and your job is to look after this frontier. Yeah. And we're somehow gonna have to pay you and supply you to exactly. make sure that to, to make that worthwhile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And actually, correct me if I'm wrong, I know we have that core of the army where we've got like the elite soldiers hmm. and stuff that we've talked about before, but Rome still, I mean, nonetheless, those guys are just elite warriors as an experience. They're not like a standing army. No. No. So this is, they don't even have a standing army for the city. No. Yeah. This okay. is why they've got so many problems. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, they keep kind of making all my problems. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep trying to co-op those plebeians and they're like, I've got stuff I want to do with my life. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I had some land. I just want to farm and eat the food. Like, just one year. Just one year, I like to stay at home. (laughs) Like, to chill out with my family and, like, try to grow some crops. I just, like, I'm having flashbacks to me saying, I just want to stay home just one night of the week and just chill out in front of the TV. I can't even imagine how these guys must feel. Yeah, Yeah. year on year. Um, So there's that problem. And the Senate is... while quite intractable on giving anybody any public land, of course, seems yes. to realise that it's going to be a pretty tough task to convince anybody to do this job. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is a great idea. How would we even make that work? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's at that point mm. where the last of the two Fabii brothers, because one is dead. Yeah. Um, sadly, Quintus died last year. Yeah. Um, but Kaiser is the current Kaiser consul. Kaiser is consul, and he's like, I'm, I'm ready to talk about this issue and I'm a consul so I will mm. and he's like and I have the support here of my excellent brother Marcus who retired from the consulship last year because he was grief stricken yeah, yeah, yeah he's ready as well yeah and they're like uh, we have talked to our clan mm-hmm. a broader family yeah uh, and we've talked to our clients mm. and we've talked to our friends yes and we're willing to take on this ourselves mm. which is really interesting yeah this is one of those classic Roman virtuous moments, guys, because it's all about the self-sacrifice for the state, you know, taking on the burden for presumably little in return apart from honour, maybe glory, hopefully glory. <laughs> oh, look, there's got to be the teaser of glory, I think. They yeah. also said that they would fund the expense of maintaining Which is the frontier so yeah. themselves. Exactly, yeah. As long as the war goes on. It just goes to show how redonkulously wealthy <laughs> the, <baby> Patrician, <laughs> the, the patricians must have been. Mm. To be able to make this worth the while of your family, your clients, your friends. That they'll all go, yeah, sure, yeah. It'd be like, road trip, yeah, go, I'm on board. <laughs> I love yeah. you guys, let's all go together. Yeah, to fund it. It's mm. insane. It's like me saying that, you know, I know, I know, I know. New South Wales wants to make sure that there's no future conflict with Queensland. So I'm just going to take the Radford family and we're going to trot along to <laughs> Queensland and just hang. And, I, and we won't have jobs or anything, but we're just going to hang there and I'll fund it for as long as it lasts. No worries. Don't worry, guys. I got you back. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, so the Fabii volunteer. So this is perhaps a power move of some kind. True. Um, yeah. They do seem to be the most preeminent family. They've held the consulship now for years. Oh, yeah. They've been everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Fabii domination of the consulship is an indication of just how much power and wealth that they do have Absolutely, and have yeah. maintained and accrued and presumably increased over that yeah. period of time. And let's face it, it's not like, this is the thing, I say honour like it's a light repayment, but as you, as you point out quite rightly, 
the Romans derive a lot of their political clout from just that kind of thing. So it okay. is it is a payment in in kind, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And like they've got a lot of um, what I suppose would be soft power at this point. Exactly. You know, yes. The reputation counts for a lot. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um. Well, and I mean, let's face it. We, we're we're looking at a time where realistically. Rome is not like it doesn't seem to have a very firm law code that's been like written down or anything like that. They are more or less muddle like, as much as they might not like us to say this. They are muddling things along as they go. They are figuring it out as they go. So Look, it took them like twenty years to come up with the idea of a fort. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I like the Romans. Obviously, yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, but guys, this was a long time coming. But this is why the agrarian law is also still such a problem. They're still negotiating where everyone sits in yeah. the Republic. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's not final. So you know. And this decision actually takes some pressure off that situation as well. True. Because yeah. all yeah, of a yeah. sudden if you've got a bunch of people who are paying their own way to sit on the frontier <laughs> for you, um, that's a whole bunch of people you don't have to levy every year. So that's yeah, a whole bunch true. of people who perhaps aren't going to complain so much. And this is exactly it. This is why we always felt so bad for the plebeians, because they generally speaking actually only kick up a fuss when once again they're going to be taken off their land, which means once again they can't farm, they can't harvest, which once again means they got no food, they got no money, which once again means they have no way of paying the war taxes, etc. Which once again means they're going to den, which once again means... <laughs> Scream. <laughs> it just goes on and exactly, on and yeah. never ends. But if you, you're totally right. If you take that out of the equation, mm. then they actually can just look after... They can have some me time. They can just look after themselves. Build up the crop stores. Yeah, exactly. Well, which is obviously necessary. So, yeah. yeah. Super important. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so the Fabio accrue are lots of nobility points for this yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> weirdos, mad weirdos. Yeah. Otherwise known as Octoritas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Marcus Fabius, as the non-consul brother at this time, is like, I'll head it. I'll lead it. Don't you worry. Yeah, I've yeah. got the chops for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone's like, cool. Um, so they send... The Fabian clan, um, all 306 men, a very specific number. That is very specific <laughs> and quite small, which makes sense given the scale of things we've talked about, but it's not the largest army I've ever seen. No, but I mean, <laughs> my school when, is larger, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> when you add in the clients and the friends, they're about 4,000. Oh, sorry, 306 of the Fabians. Yeah, right, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Actual yeah. Fabians. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like uh, dudes who, who are like. Fabii. I got um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. but they're about 4,000. and That sounds more like it. Yeah, they yeah. set out to build the fortress. Yeah. Um, and then they're followed a little bit later on by Kaizo Fabius with his consular army. Right, okay. Yeah. So they... And then what happens is really quite interesting because mm. this becomes... It becomes clear that this is a really interesting and um, potentially enriching decision for the Fabii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... So we get to we finally have something crop up in the narrative um which is called Crimera. oh Crimea. yeah and Crimera yeah. is uh this thing that um a lot of people in this early period of roman history really hold on to as this like pivotal thing yeah um it's absolutely. actually the name of a river yeah uh, <laughs> the location yeah yeah, yeah. location it's, location location <laughs> it's a tributary river of the tiber yeah and again, just pointing out again how close we are to Rome. <laughs> we are very yeah. close to Rome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the time is a long river, but yeah. this is a very close tributary. Yeah. And it's on this tributary that the city of Vase sits. Yes. And at some point along this river, mm. um, it's decided that this will be where the Fabii build the fortress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're 
in between, they're situated sort of partway between they um, and much closer to they than they are to Rome. Yeah. But sort of halfway, in, like sort of in betweenish. And they sort of are going to use this to sort of carry on a, like more of the skirmishy, guerrillary type actions yeah that characterized recent <laughs> interactions recent, yes. between they and rome <laughs> yes yeah. and so they quickly go about building this fortress yeah um the whole thing's quickened up by the presence of kaizo in his army as sure. well yeah so all the fabii are in it together helping out and once that's built um they start doing some incursions into tyrannian yeah, territory yeah, territory yeah, yeah. yeah. and this is where things become interesting because mm-hmm. the Fabii say that they're going to pay for this themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what Kaiser Fabius does with the plunder that he takes from those incursions is not give any of it back to Rome. Mm. He gives yes. it all straight to the Fabii at the fortress. I think this is what ties into, at least in translation, what, <laughs> what Livy's account says, which is that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Livy is freaking wetting himself over how awesome the Fabii are. <laughs> um, and, yeah, clearly, you know, his account is just like, the Senate's like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe you were doing this for me. It's like, that is this thing. Like, literally, like, like anyone ever done for me. It's just like, what is it? Ah! Okay. So the Senate has that moment when the Fabii make that offer. And uh, they're all like, yes, for God's sake, a million times, yes, our answer is yes, wage war, wage war, go right ahead. Um, So, you know, that's all pretty much standard. Um, But what he then says is that this is unusual, everyone's happy with it, but so unusual that this essentially becomes a private war between the Fabii and they. It's no longer between Rome and they. And I think this is because, as you say, it's privately funded. And the money is going... It's yeah, going in a nice little into, circle. Exactly. Baby eye circle. Yeah, exactly. And, oh my God, this just makes me think of America right now. <laughs> let's make it a private corporation. Oh. Let's, let, let's let them out. Let's outsource it. Let's not have the government involved. Privatize, my friend. Exactly. That's yeah. where this is going. Yeah, anyhow, yeah, yeah. It, I think this is fascinating. Yeah. I've up the ante. It's no longer interesting. It's fascinating. Whoa. I know. I don't have a huge vocabulary. And I'm going scale. for it now. like... Pushing boiling point. <laughs> <laughs> because Kaiser yeah. Fabius is still in command of the, yeah, army, the army as consul. Exactly. He is the government. He is, yeah, yeah. he is the representative yeah. of Rome in the field right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does this, what appears for all intents, to be a highly sneaky, <laughs> and I'm guessing what? not, Patricians? not a legal move because they don't have any laws to cover stuff like this. But this is what I mean. Like, this is not something that they covered. It is so uncharted territory, and mm. everyone, I think, is just so freaking relieved that this is happening, mm. as in the Fabii are taking care of it, that I don't think they even want to think about it. I don't think they want to think about the implications. Because, yeah, if I mean, from my point of view, which is highly biased, <laughs> this isn't a good solution <laughs> or perhaps I should say it is a worrying precedent yeah, it, yeah. it's going to cause some problems I think I, yeah. I think about the soldiers who are serving under Kaiser Fabius presumably yeah. they're relatively loyal although he's had trouble with loyalty and troops in the past true um, on the other hand it's now positioning the Fabii fortress yeah at Mira yeah. as like this new place to gain honor 
Mm. Weirdus. Yeah. Your sacrifice, the booty. Yeah. Maybe you could live a better life here. Uh, you think it's like a rebel state almost. <laughs> it's got all of the potential. The making, yeah. Well, see, this is interesting because this is what, um, this kind of ties into when I was doing, trying to do a bit of reading because there just is not much on this period. Um, I was reading about like, Mary Beard's opinion of this period, um, which is just, you know, such a hazy period, of, as we've said. And I think she kind of sums it up quite neatly in that it, it smacks of Rome actually, you know, just being so small scale that you have like local warlords who have a gang, not an army, who, you know, can do this kind of crap. <laughs> They're like, all right, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, but it does, it, I mean, it's it's so, like, feudal, you know, it, it, yeah. I think it says... It's like the mafia yeah. is the feudal system. <laughs> well, and it says yeah. something about Rome's inability to understand that it's overreached as mm. well. Like, yeah, that you need to have this happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like they're trying to do things that are beyond the scope of what their army is capable of under the organization that they currently have. Yeah, and they're like, well, how do we solve this problem? But maybe by attempting to solve this problem, they're actually revealing the fractures of their own society. Absolutely. I mean, as I say, to, to, to have anyone who is that wealthy. And the way that the Roman system works, in some ways I like the idea of clients and having loyalty and that kind of stuff, but it shows you just how, how dangerous that can be if you've got loyalty to a family and people, like leaders of that, like, you know, like, like Kaiser and Marcus, um, rather than to the state. Mm. If, if people are depending on private benefaction, yes, it works well, I suppose, if you've got lots of people and there's competition, but the second you don't have that, it's danger territory yeah yeah but um, um Livy sort of throws in a little bit more detail in terms of I know I know <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. G like was just like what <laughs> her face um yeah before he sort of set all this up one of the things that he throws in in terms of what you were talking about about Rome overreaching itself is that it wasn't actually just about they at this time either the the Romans are sensing war coming with the Aquii with the Volsci, yeah, it's coming from all directions. Exactly, and like it, it clearly hasn't happened yet, but they can sense, and, and like you said, particularly from the north, like from the the um, Etruscan territory, they can clearly sense. I think they can feel like the noose around their neck and like it's like tightening, and they know disaster's coming. So that's why they're so relieved when this happens, and I don't think they think it through if it happened. <laughs> always, have to throw that in. always have to throw that in asterisk if it happens if it happens but I kind of feel like this this actually sounds as you say it sounds real it sounds yeah. like you know like they finally come up with an alternative to the thing that they've been doing over and over again yeah exactly yeah. Um, so we're, we're into new territory Oof, uh, yeah. which is good yeah um, some ideas are happening whether they turn out to be good ideas yeah exactly we're, yeah is anybody's yeah, guess I mean look let's face it it's probably not going to be the worst thing for a while but I feel like at some point we're going to come back to this and go, huh? Oh, the baby. That was a sign, my yeah, friends, yeah. a sign of things to come. Should we pause at this moment? I think this the... is an excellent time in the narrative to pause. Like, this is basically, we've gotten to the end of 479. Yes, exactly. As a year. Yes. That, like, the key thing is this <laughs> idea of the fortress. So I think we're ready. Okay, yeah. all right. So that means it's time for the Look. partial pick. Ah, Amazing eagle <laughs> So high tech. Incredible. Okay, Dr. G, so what have we got first off the board? Ooh, so 
out of 10 eagles yeah. in each of the five categories. Our mm. first category is military clout. Okay. Well, we've definitely got some more to work with than we've actually had kind of recently. But, That's um, true. Um, Stuff is different now. Yeah. This is a hard one to judge because the Fabii is like a weird military thing. But I feel like I've got to give them some credit. I feel like it's got to be a six from me. Yeah, and we also got to balance that against their like what appears to be a relative defeat. That's what that's I mean. Prompted this. I feel like they're trying to paint it in a really good light, yeah. but I feel like Rome is not in a good place. But at the same time, they haven't been like they're holding on. Mm. They haven't been out and out like defeated. And the Fabii is a band aid solution. I'll give them that. Um, <laughs> Hence the six. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like it's got to be more than a five, but that's just my opinion. What's your take? Yeah, no, no. I think that's uh, I think that's good on the balance because they've made a decision. Yes. Um, they've had a bit of a moment, a scare. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Who are those people on that mountain over there? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Quick, come up with a solution. What? We've alienated everyone in the nearby territory, <laughs> but we're so cuddly. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so we've got six golden eagles for mm-hmm. military clout. Diplomacy. Ooh. I don't know if there's much diplomacy going on. No, no. I think I think everybody yeah. kind of comes to decisions. There's no arguments. So I suppose if you've got something like the Senate meeting being like, we need to do a thing, and they come up with an idea, mm. is that diplomacy? It's not diplomacy with other people. This is what I'm thinking. Like, are we counting it as diplomacy just foreign, or are we thinking about like internal, like internal diplomacy? Yeah. Mm. I feel like we might just say foreign because otherwise it's going to get too complicated. So let's say foreign diplomacy. They're fighting people. (laughs) That's a no. Yeah, so I guess... Yeah, there's no real negotiation. I think that puts it down to about a zero. They do come to the aid of their allies, though, at the very beginning of the episode. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, two. Yeah, okay, we'll give them a two. Up to eight. Okay, cool. Expansion. Okay, expansion. They are definitely not expanding. If anything, they're shrinking. (laughs) So I think it's got to be a zero. That's a zero. Yeah, okay. Weirdness. If you're is, a Fabian. We're doing it from their point of view. I feel like we're we're high in the Virtus scale today. Yeah. Well, yeah. Virtus is about the individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've got to give them maybe like an eight. Ooh, nice. What yeah, do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Purely for the Fabian contributions. <laughs> <laughs> they come together and they make a really, what is... Uh, actually uh, like a highly sort of honorable moment of sacrifice like this is something that we think is important and needs to happen and we can see the difficulties and we're willing to step up exactly because whilst whilst they're getting a lot of as you say soft power out of it potentially it's still going to take time it's going to take money oh it's (laughs) going to take time (laughs) and also there's a fairly good chance that they could massively fail Mm. so you know and they're literally putting their lives on the line so yeah and whilst I look at this skeptically because of my own viewpoint right now which is hating capitalism (laughs) and America's fear of big government I can appreciate that for the Romans at the point that they're in where it's so small scale etc etc that's not a valid point of view for me to have yeah look yeah. It's, uh, they're not going to become any bigger than what they are unless individuals <laughs> no. step up it's and do like something it's not like the Fabii going to turn around and go guess what guys we're Walmart now <laughs> <laughs> and we're taking over everything I don't know why I picked Walmart but anyway okay so so we've got 16 for for so far final one Ooh, citizen the score. citizen score 
Hmm. Historically, this has been very low. But I actually feel like there's been a little bit of improvement. Yeah, here. this might be a bit of a win for the citizens. Because yeah. if you've got a standing force out yeah. on the frontier, the levy is going to be lower. You would, It would have to be. Unless Rome's intention is, um, unfortunately, perhaps to levy as many soldiers but send them in the other directions where they've got issues. Possible, but Possible. that has not happened as of yet apart from... Can't guarantee from, that that's going to happen. Yeah, apart from, you know, we've got the consular army, but apart from that, it's we, we're not hearing of any discontent in either of our sources from the plebs. And even, even when they are being levied, like earlier on, there's no massive complaints, and it seems like for a while they're happy with their leaders, they... See, as you say, they might not be doing things that are hugely progressive as far as the citizens are concerned, but they're not hating their guts. <laughs> the citizens aren't suffering yeah. so overtly yeah. that it's been mentioned in yes, the source material. Yes, pretty much, yeah, which is, which is a win, which is a win. Does that make it a five? I feel like it's got to be a five, yeah. Mm. I feel like it's got to be a five. So mm. that actually takes us over the 20 mark. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rome. Not, not a pass. <laughs> We're still pretty low, but we are up to 21 <laughs> golden Roman eagles Nice. Congratulations, Rome. Getting yeah. better all the time. Exactly, yeah. Mm. All right, well, join us to find out what happens to the Fabian clan next. 